Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, let this be a joyous day for you. Let it let us learn and grow and fellowship with you. Help us to reach out to others, be mentors to others, love others. Help us, O oh Lord, with that giving, serving, loving heart that you give us. Help us to be the best we can be. Help me to be the best I can be. Help me to glorify you, what I do and how I do it. I ask Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in, listeners. I hope I hope that uh, I hope I'm making a difference in your lives. I hope that I'm doing the right things, getting you to think outside the box, uh, common sense, studying your budget, studying your lifestyle, studying your needs, but really studying what triggers you because car dealers study you, what triggers you. What's fair? Dealers have to make money. We want them to make money, but we don't want you to get ripped off. We don't want you to make the bad decisions. We don't want you to buy something you can't afford, buy something that doesn't fit your lifestyle, uh, you know, and be prepared for the future. Hello, Facebook, uh, Don, Duffy, and Bubba. And so uh, get ready for the future. Make make better decisions. Um, Bubba that works for me is one of those people. He's starting to see what what works for him and what will his needs are and what will fit his budget and he's working hard at that and i mean there is a difference there you need to be that difference you need to understand what's in your life what's in your budget what's in your future and and i love what i came across thinking the last couple of days you know you can't step into the future when you're living and thinking in the past well, the problem is those past decisions that cause us to keep paying today. What do we really need? What do we need in transportation? What do we really need that'll that'll get us by and, and you know not flaunt it, not be the number one, you know, not not trying to keep up with the Joneses, but to be the best you can be. I had a gentleman. I was at a birthday party for Chuck uh, Noisy last night. Uh, great, great man that used to work for me. Really, really smart. Uh, and uh, I was at his birthday party, and a gentleman said, you know, I used to listen to your, I caught your ads on radio, and I, I thought, you know, I'll catch his show. So, and he caught it, and he said, you know what? He liked my show, but, I mean, he thinks I'm entertaining and educational. Let's, let's give us, uh, we got open lines, right, Barry? Yeah. 210-210-340-9585. It's 210 9585. I had a bunch of people come by my car lot and they're lucky to catch me. You got to call me if you're coming by. And they love the show and they love what I'm doing. And one gentleman said, Hey, uh, I want to sell you my car, but I'm going to trade it in. What will you give? And I, I told him what I'd give. And he said, Well, they're going to have to beat you by 700 or I'm bringing the car back. They're going to buy them a new vehicle and they're going to sell me the car. But the dealer's got to be. I said, Well, 700 more? I don't understand. He said, I want to reward you. You help me get a new Chevrolet pickup, and I can. I can get you a new Ford, Chevrolet, Dodge, Cadillac, Lincoln, uh, Jeep, uh, 
just Buick, just all kinds of brand new cars delivered to your door at the best price. He said, I thought I had the best price, and you you beat it 1500 They delivered to the door. Plus, I don't know what would have been if I'd have walked into a dealership with the F&I department of finance and insurance to sign the papers. They might have tried to hammer me for some more. He said, the deal worked out great, but I want to reward you. So, you know, they're going to buy a new car the next few days. I'm either going to get their vehicle or they're going to trade it in. If they get a lot more, the dealer needs it. They got a place to go with it. If they make a mistake, he's going to benefit from it. But he at least he knows where I, what I'll give, what I stand. And I was above what they figured it would bring because uh, they went to a lot of these independent dealers that uh, advertise, we want to buy your vehicle. Well, it, th- that didn't work, you know, and so uh, you've got you've to understand exactly what you're doing and what's going to cost you and, and, and understand it. But my overhead is so low. I've, I've got uh, a different sign on the front. My sign's on the back. I'm working on a new sign. Um, and, but, I've, hey, I've leased out half my lot. Um, they're selling cars. They're getting Patricia's getting people financed. I've, I never dreamed of get financed. We got a guy financed the other day with 11% interest. 11% And he had a bankruptcy. I, I mean, that was a great, great deal. And everything worked out great. And he got a great unit at a great price. Everything fell in place. But, you know, sometimes we, we all got talent and ability. My talent, Billy's buying and selling. It's not getting people financed. Yes, I've I've done a lot of financing over, but times have changed and times have motivated forward, and the future's here. But if we're living in the past, you made decisions in the past, but you're still paying for them now. Can you look at the future? Can now is it time to say the past? I made some mistakes. Now I need to look at the future. Seventy-two month payments. Whoa, mercy! It seems like forever. I mean, stop and think about how long six, seven, eight years is. You know, are, are you going to keep any value? Is it going to be any good or, or what, you know? We've got a lot of people on Facebook Live. Thank you, Greg and John and Vincent and Jim and Jerome. And so, you know, I want you to be the best you can be. Uh, says here, here in the Car Dealer Magazine, again, I find these articles, you know. And this is a true statement. This is really a true statement. Ask Customers ask themselves three questions about every F&I manager. Can I trust this person? When they're picking your pocket, I don't know. That'd be kind of hard to trust them. Does she know what she's talking about? They're well-trained. That is one statement I guarantee you. They know what they're talking about because they're trained every day. And does she really care about me or is she just trying to sell me something? Customers don't care how much you know until they know that you care. And that's Zig Ziglar stating that. That's not a car dealer. Now, the car dealers are going to work on you. Hello, Ronnie. And and the car dealers are going to work on you, and they're going to pretend they care about it. But would a real person that cares about you put you in the right unit, not switch you, not get you in the dealership, tell you, hey, come on in? Just like that lady I talked about, I'm still trying to find that 1718 XLT that'll work perfect for her. I thought I located one, but the dealer's on the old market and we're on the new market and they need to take a loss and I'll wait it out. I think I found the right unit for her, the exact right unit. 
and it just we got to wait till the dealer can handle a loss because there's no use in her paying for his mistake. I'm not going to run out and buy a vehicle on the old market just to sell it to a customer. Instead, they we've got to be on the market. We've got to do the right thing. We've got to know. I know the difference, and I don't want to just because I can sell a vehicle, sell a vehicle, it's not right. So, you know, the markets have changed, the things have changed, but do they really care? Will they put you in seven, eight, nine, ten years, the soon to be ten year payments and really care and knowing that you can't afford and bump you? I had some people that said, you know, we walked into a dealership and they hit us, can you handle four hundred a month? Well, we knew that we were working they were working on price because they listened to my radio show. And they and they said, We just wanted to play the game with them. Yeah, we were paying cash. And so, you know, they said that we didn't, we listen to you, don't let them know we're paying cash. So we told them, said, yeah, we could probably handle 400 a month. So they find the vehicle, they work on the price, they, here they go, they hit the F&I department, and they're going to stroke a check. It's the exact unit they want. But here comes the F&I person from 400 a month, he comes in right away at 580 a month. And they said, well, hold it, somebody said 400 a month, now we're at 580. You know, and he said, well, that's what it's going to take. And that, that's got extended warranty. It's got gap in there. It's got this, that, got that, you know. And they said, we don't want extended warranty. Well, extended warranty, just a few. He, he said that they worked on them for 30 minutes. Finally, he said, hey, we got the money in the bank. We're writing a check. Oh, well, that's a different ball game here. We're going to have to do something different here. We can't sell this vehicle at this price without you financing with us and buying extended warranty. They said, well, okay. We're out the door. Adios, Bubba. And out the door they started. Oh, no, no, no. They stopped them. But, you know, they said, Randy, we saw the difference. We saw and just got a, a bad feeling. Ended up not buying the vehicle, you know. And it was it was a, a Honda. And so it was a perfect unit, the color, every situation. But they walked off. They said, we'll find another one. It'll, another one will come up. And so... We're in a lull. We're in the transition. We're in, you know, and dealers had a big year last year. Dealers had a big December, December to remember, because they remember them bonuses. They remember that profit. And so that was a big month for them. And now we're in January, and January hadn't clicked like it should have. You know, and so you're going to see big rebates. You're going to see big advertisement. I mean, I'm I'm listening to ads right now to people I've never heard them advertise before. Why? Because they got to get in the game. They got to promise the moon. They got to get you in the door. They got to have home field advantage. And so we're seeing so much of that. But really, does does a salesman care about you when they lay you away, when they put you away, and you're, and you're in that situation? I mean, that's the key. Where are you at? What are you doing? What opportunities you have? I mean, you've got to lay it all together. And you, remember, you can give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. It's amazing to me how many people... Don't write my phone number down. They do come by my car lot. They do call my lot, you know. And like I said, things are changing with me. My overheads got cut in half. I mean, you know, what what else could get better? They're selling vehicles for me. I'm looking for the future. I'm looking for what I can improve, how I can be the best I can be, how I can be productive. And that's what I want to be in, in everything that I do. Good morning, Danny, Justin. Uh, good morning, Jim. And so I hope that you're, you know, 
the opportunities that you have, you study them. I mean, you know, we studied by television for 90 days, and we and we don't. I mean, we we jump at the first deal. Amazing, you know. And then a car deal, we don't study. We don't study what we want to buy. We we buy with the lust of the eyes, what looks cool to us. And it's amazing how they can clean one up and look at so gorgeous and then go through this rainy season and it looked terrible. I had a car detailed uh, just before all this rain came through. And, I mean, it was nice. Man, it looked like new. But, of course, a little rain. What we went through, a few mud puddles, this, that, and the other, it didn't look so new anymore. Do you feel the same way? Have you Has your car lost that loving feeling? You know, that old song, you've lost that loving feeling. I, that's what I used to talk about. I hope Arnie's listening. Arnie's a, one of my uh, account managers at another radio station. He bought a new SS Camaro a few years back, and I mean, it, it was a love of his life. He parked it way in the back. You know, and uh, so I come zipping through the radio station one day, and it was parked now up by everybody else. So I started singing that song, and everybody in there knew what I was talking about, and they started laughing. I said, hey, Arnie, you've lost that loving feeling. Now you're parking with everybody else. You're going to get some door dings on this little darling, you know. And so, uh, you know, but here this guy sat through two months they they wanted me to they wanted somebody to hold my hand so I make sure I didn't mess up. I, I guess he had to reject button and everything else close by. Anyway, so he sat through them in two months. But when he got ready to buy, he didn't know who financed what he owed or all kinds of stuff. And then he bought he bought with the lust of his eyes. I mean, a guy with four kids and buys an SS Camaro. I used to make fun of him. I said, "You got to put mount some seats in the trunk so you." carry all your kids with you you can't put them in the front seat they're too small so you have to latch down two in the back and two in the trunk but we got to think of what fits our lifestyle what fits our budget what can we afford you know and so we discussed uh the other day what his vehicle's worth now and when it hits that little fifty thousand mile magic number yeah that fifty that fifty thousand cost you a little money uh 88 is the next big big hit so you've got to know how many miles. I took a pastor and his wife in New Brunswick, and this was about 20, 25 years ago. And they, they were behind. They were underwater $10,000, $15,000 a piece on their vehicles. But they bought by emotions. They bought by feelings, you know, and they brought the promises of God. And, and they, the promises are there. But are we, we want the promises, but do we want the process? We want the promises of making our life great and easy, but do we want that process? Are we doing what we need to do that's our part in, in making those decisions and understanding what to buy and how to handle every situation? You know, and, and it amazes my listeners that I answer the telephone, and the reason is that's why would I give it out if I don't? And, and I call people back, and if I don't call you back, call me the next day. Sometimes I just had a friend of mine call me early this morning. He said, uh, I said, hey, I apologize, Brett. I didn't get back with you. And he said, I, I understand how busy you are. He used to work for me. He knows my phone blows up all the time. And so he said, well, I don't understand why, why you know. I said, well, I, I was just so busy. But, we, you know, I did get back with him. And I'll try to get back with you. There's no dumb questions. Hey, this thing, this business is a million different questions, a million different ideas, and a million different ways of selling you. 
And dealers are prepared in every one of them. We're prepared. We've seen it all. It's just like that insurance commercial, we've seen it all. Hey, dealers have seen it all. Now, some dealers get a little proud, I'd say. You know, pride will cost you money. They get pride because, hey, your credit is terrible. And, you know, sometimes they don't want to fool with you. Sometimes they want to work harder. But some dealerships love people with bad credit because they can get them bought. The manufacturers will take anybody that's breathing right now. Some manufacturers will. So they walk in and wham, they hammer them and they hammer them. And I had a buddy of mine says, I want to buy a new Mitsubishi. I said, that's a pretty tough deal. He said, well, I got cash. It ain't tough for me. I said, yeah, I know you had cash. I know you can afford it. I know you're buying it for your daughter, and that's what she wants. But I said, let me tell you something. Mitsubishi dealers don't want anybody with good credit. They want bad credit people so they can make a lot of money. And they those people don't get excited just because somebody wants to finance you. You get financed unbelievable. Patricia's getting people financed at my car lot that, honestly, I didn't, I didn't think she could. She's shown me some new new avenues, new tricks, new new situations, but it's relationships. She's got relationships with, with lenders, and these new car dealers have relationships with lenders. Used car dealers usually don't have any relationship with dealers. That's the truth. Most of the time, there's lenders that won't do uh, new car dealers. Hello, Debbie and Brett and uh, Danny, and so, you know, they don't want to do new car, uh, used car dealers. And and I don't blame them. I mean, you know, um, there's some bad situations people come up with with uh, used car dealers. And used car dealers sometimes are struggling, and sometimes they got to get outside that box and think outside the box. But the problem with getting outside of the box sometimes is that you get in the line and, and whatever it takes to put a deal together and telling the person whatever it takes to put a deal together. You know, I had some people in the other day, and— uh, they said, hey, we need to go home and pray about it. And uh, the people with them, they, there was another couple with them. And I said, please do. I want you to do it. I want you to be comfortable. And the guy that was with them said, you do? I said, yeah. I, want, I, you know, I don't want you to trust man, trust God. I want you to trust God on your decision. Don't trust man. I mean, you know, we're not perfect. Cars are not perfect. What man makes breaks. I mean, buy the one that the Holy Spirit tells you to buy. Pray about it. Be in, be in unity with your family and God on what you buy, how you handle yourself. When you are, you, you won't let somebody else misdirect you. You won't let somebody else push your button. And that, that's what you've got to see. That's what you've got to understand. You know, And you've got to be prepared for these insurance companies. I'm telling you, the insurance companies are a battle. they got trained assassins that beat you up. Talking to a lady, uh, I think that was Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. She got hit, her vehicle's total, and they're not wanting to give her anything for it. You know, they're complaining about 160,000 miles, but she'd done the timing belt. She'd had t- brand new brakes, brand new tires. She just spent a bunch of money on it. But the insurance company didn't care. They said, here's what your vehicle's worth. That's all we're giving. Get you a lawyer. Oh, really? Is, is that fair? I mean, you know, I think we need. If insurance companies really care about people, really want to do it right, I think that when you sign a contract with an insurance company buying a policy, I think they ought to tell us what a vehicle's worth for a year. And let's, let's, let's find out what they'll pay back. Let's get the competition with insurance companies saying, hey, here's the deal. You're buying, you're, we're, uh, let's say it's a, 
It's a 2014 CRV. Here, we'll pay you out $15,000. Well, some of them will pay $12,000. But let's, I'm buying a policy for a year. I'm paying the money for a year. Why don't you give me a guarantee what happens to that car that I'll get it? Other states, but not in Texas, our good old boy politicians, our senators and House of Representatives, boy, they lie like dogs. But anyway, we elect them, and they're going to take care of the people. They don't take care of nobody but themselves and their buddies in the insurance company. Now, other states around the United States, if you're in an accident, you pay that money to your insurance company. They pay you. They settle with you. You're paying them. You've got a policy with them. But, oh, no, not in Texas. Our politicians allow the you got to deal with the other company that hits you. Really? I'm paying you. I'm your customer. Why don't you pay me? And you go after the insurance company like they do in other states. But, oh, no. You know, they, hey, how much do they care? They must not care. That's another part of buying a vehicle. Find out what insurance is going to be. But watch out. Because sometimes these insurance companies want to give you six months. And after six months, after you're right settled in, then they'll double it. And especially on a sports car. Oh, the, the rates are higher on the Z28. Rates are higher on GT Mustang. Rates are higher on the Corvette. Well, yeah, they are. But I want a one-year guarantee where we're at. I, I'd like to see these companies step up to the plate and say, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to guarantee you 15000 for one year because you're paying me for one year. You're paying the full amount. Now, this is what your car is worth if it happens. Get that amount. Get a little competition to them. Find out, you know, they know what they're going to pay because if if you're not the customer and their company hits, I, I had an insurance salesman called me one time. He said, hey, Randy, you're all wrong. And my, and my account manager, I'm not account manager, my producer said, Randy, you may not want this guy on the telephone. I said, I'll back up anything I say. I guarantee you I can back it up. He said, you sure, Randy? I said, yeah. He put, him on the, he put him on air. He said, oh, you're all wrong. I said, well, hold it here. I said, I'm driving a truck today. If I want insurance on it, do you give me the price or insurance company? He said, the insurance company. I said, now I get hit by somebody else. Who gives me the price of what I'm going to collect? You are the claims adjuster. He said claims adjuster. I said, I want your job. I want to tell you, give me the money. I love you and not do nothing. He said, we do something. We explain the policy. I said, 99 out of 100 people don't know what that policy says or what's going on. He said, well, uh, I explained it well. I said, I bet we call 100 of your customers, maybe 10 understands the policy out of 100. I said, Hey, you know, you're, it's out of your hands. You sell it, you get 20, 30, 40%. I don't know what you're collecting, but you collect it and you turn it over to the company and you're, you're free. Just like a car dealer, when they get something financed by a bank or a lending institution, credit union, hey, they turn the note over, they collect the money, they say, bye bye, customer. It's you and the bank now. We're out of the game. We, we done won. We, got a, we done scored. We're done. We're history. Adios. Well, that's part of it. You got to understand this business, you know, and what's going on. But see, the politicians only want to do what's right for votes. They're not wanting to do what's right for people, you know, and they and they they lean toward whatever somebody will help them get elected. Is that what you want? Well, I tell you what, not me. I, I want to be the best I can be. I want to care for who I, 
you know, who's really struggling. Hello, Beverly and Alan. And so make the right decisions. Get get the right decisions. Deal with the right people. Understand what the deal is. Understand what you're buying. Understand what you're getting. And these insurance companies will beat you up. I'm telling you, be prepared for a battle. I really believe that we need somebody to go in the state and say, all right, claims adjusters, you know, you you need to let you, insurance companies that we pay our hard-earned money to should settle with us. And then that insurance company go against the other insurance company and let them settle. Hey, if they want to settle for less, that's their part of the deal. But we're paying these insurance companies to do this. We're paying for what we Buy what you can afford. Talk to dealers that are, don't have a promise in the moon. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about do you hate your car? Do you hate what you owe? Do you hate everything in the world? You know what? Sometimes trying to fix a problem we got, a mistake, an error, sometimes we get worse off than we were. It seems to be good, but a year or two, three down the road when you're hammered, when you're listening to these guys on radio that are promising the moon, sometimes they promise too much. It's Randy Adams. I buy the good, the bad, and the other. We're going to take a short break. We're going to be gone for three or four minutes. We'll be back. Facebook Live will be back in three or four minutes. Radio, hey, call 20 people. Tell them, hey, listen to Randy Adams. Call 20 people. Tell them, hey, uh, go to Facebook Live. Listen to Randy, at Randy Adams on Facebook. Hey, help somebody. Be a mentor. Open their eyes. Send them the right direction. Let's get them. Let's make the right decisions. God bless you. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. I hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you're making a difference in somebody's life. Uh, I'm trying. I've had so many people call me. And you can give me a call. Get pen and paper. Be sure and write my phone number down, and especially if you're coming by my car lot because I'm telling you, um, I'm in and out. I'm concentrating on buying and searching and opening up new doors and, and spending less time at the at the lot. But I met a lady uh, at uh, 1604 and 281, uh, made an offer on her car. She didn't know it had been in an accident and had some issues. Hey, we got a phone caller. And uh, thank you for calling here. It's 210-340-9585. Phone number here. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. And so uh, give us a call. We, You know, we're not going to embarrass you. You know, I, I want to be the best I can be. And, hey, I, there's so much going on in the car business. It's unbelievable. Give us a call back. I guess the call dropped or you couldn't hear him. But anyway, no, give us, uh, that was Jimmy saying you're doing a great job, uh, Randy. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Jimmy. Uh, I hope that uh, I hope that I touch on everything and everybody's needs and what's going on. Um, it says here kinks will be kinks. I found this in the car dealer magazine. Of course, all those tabs on there. I got it on Facebook Live. Um, all those tabs are articles that are pretty interesting about the car business. Um, you know, entered. Uh, now they're going to come up with diminished value protection. Uh, it's also on here, value-wise. They're going to come up with some new insurance. You know, they look for a reason. You know, at the average trade-in loss on a car has been accidents 33% diminished value. 
two out of three of all cars eventually traded in the dealership, up to 4000 increased trade value on trade-wise. Well, that depends on, here we go again, how much money can they make? How much can a dealer make on that insurance? Hello, Ronnie. Uh, and so it says here, kinks will be kinks. Uh, kind of an interesting article. Uh, you know, since some of, they they were talking about men going to the bathroom and not washing their hands. And it says here, electronic process won't cure the kinks who flaunt the rules and regulations governing F&I. They will make their bad behavior easier to track. Well, they're talking about electronics tracking the bad behavior and finding the, the lying and the cheating and the violations in the car dealerships. But, you know, my conclusion is updating the newest technology won't necessarily modify behavior. He's talking about bad behavior in the car dealerships. And in, he's talking about in F&I. You know, so it says here that if you are not indicated, inclined, if you're not inclined to wash your hands, it won't matter what the drying process is meaning. They were talking about drying and, and tiles. Hello, John. And, uh, and everything that goes on in a bathroom. And so if this guy's got bad behavior in the bathroom, I guess they're tying it in, buying behavior, bad behavior. And to come. But if you're prone to overbooking deals to meet the finance source's callback and underwriting guidelines, you will continue to manipulate the options on the bookout sheet. If you view credit application fraud, if you view credit application fraud, that's when they, they're lying about your credit in order to get you bought. But the problem about that is when they have to do that, you're not going to be able to afford it. They're going to hammer a bank or a credit union for the max money, and then you're going to be in that new car, and you're not going to be able to afford it. Now, here's the key. Why do they do that? They get a mark on the board. They collect the profit on the deal, and the bank takes a hit. Several years ago, I told about a story that I happened to know real well because this bank was trying to sell this car. But desperate dealers do desperate things. There was a new car dealer, ready for this, that sold a guy on hospice. Sold him a brand new Mazda. Took it to the house, showed it to him, signed him up on the paperwork. The miles on the vehicle were to and from going to get his paperwork signed, getting everything completed, and delivering the car to him. He's on hospice. They told him he had about a week to 10 days to live. And so he buys a brand-new car. Now, what kind of state of mind was this guy in buying a new Mazda? You know, desperate dealers do desperate things. So they sold him a new Mazda. This credit union on I-35, I would have never financed another car for this dealership. Well, I'm not sure they, you know, what they did on the deal, but they were out trying to sell a Mazda with 300 miles. The 300 miles was the total of them signing him up, delivering it, them re going over there, repoing the car. You know, did their family get hit on this deal, or did the guy not have any family, or who they tied with the deal? The key is the new car dealership collected the money, walked off. The problem is they financed. Over window sticker, so now the the credit union was going to lose about seven eight thousand on this vehicle because it's a used vehicle, 
and it's a repo, and you know they they owe on it way too much money. Desperate dealers will do desperate things. Desperate finance people will do desperate things. You know if you if you got a chance, zero right now Ford must be scrambling for buyers. They got zero financing they've advertised lately. I mean, if you can get zero, you're not going to get any better than that. I mean, they're begging for business. But you've got to watch out what all else that goes with and what you've got to do in order to get that zero financing. And and so you're going to see even more manufacturers fight for the the last three, four months of the 2020s getting ready for the 21s to come out. And so study your situation, your financing, your, hey, go to learn to buy and sell cars.com and, and go to the process of studying your, your credit. Go to ftc.gov. See what your credit score is. Clean up your score. Your score. Study your score. Study what's going on. Study what it is on there that you paid for that's not off of there or something you need to pay off and make sure somebody's not stealing your identity. So there's so much that you can look at. Hello, Shane. And, and and do what you're needing to do uh, in order to buy the right vehicle at the right money. That's the key. you got to understand there's a lot of options out there. There's just so many different options. And right now, if you want to buy a new Ford, you might look at zero interest. You know, you can't beat that. I don't care what your credit union you use or, or bank you use. So they're searching for deals. They're searching to move units. The manufacturers... Hey, if they had their way, I guarantee all new car dealers would be drop ship points where they'd sell you online, drop ship it, and they'd pay a dealer to get it ready. And it may be that way someday. Tesla's trying to do it that way. Business has changed tremendously the last five years. It's going to change even more, and it's going to take more money to operate, more money overhead. And if we have another big hailstorm, we may not. New car dealers may not be able to get held coverage or can't afford it. So you've got to be ready on this. And so it continues in this article, you know, granted a kink can still pack payments using the electronic desk systems. And packing payments is putting a payment on there and just putting I'll give you an example. This happened, I think, three years ago, a friend of mine. He, he said, what's this $45 a month on this contract? That's a one-time charge. Don't worry about it. It's no big deal. And he blew it off. Well, when he finally got his contract to sit down, he started looking at it, adding everything up, when it was, was too late. And he finds out that $45 a month payment was 72 months at $45. You know, that's called packing payments. There's there's other ways of packing payments, of putting a, a charge on there that they shouldn't. Lots of times it's $580 by new car dealers, and it, and it's really a packing payment because, you know, they, they claim, you know, it's dealer prep, it's this. It's, hey, I, I had a man send me on a brand-new Toyota, sent me a contract where they added $975 on delivery fee. He said, the Toyota's manufacturers, where y'all got this trucks 20 miles from here, and you're charging 900 and on the window sticker was $925. He said, y'all charging $1,875 for shipping on this unit? 
I think that 975 is wrong. After they argued a while, they took it off. Well, then he found some other charges. And he said, I just didn't trudge this guy. And he said, I got up. And he took a picture of it and emailed it to me. He took a picture of the contract and emailed it to me. And he showed me all these charges that were extra. You've got to be ready, willing, and able to put up a fight, to pay attention, be on your best. Hey, don't go in there hungry. Don't go in there tired. I, I had a lady tell me the other day, they advertise that I can be in and out in 30 minutes. She said six and a half hours later, I was still there, and I was exhausted. And I got to say, thinking, she said, you know, Randy Adams said, if you're exhausted, you're tired, you're hungry, you can't think straight, get out of there. She said, I got up and walked out of the F&I department. She said, man, I made everybody mad. She said, but I, I, I couldn't handle it no more. I couldn't do it no more. I couldn't think straight. I, you know, if you're not thinking straight, you can make bad decisions. And, and that's part of, of the process. They want to wear you down. Great opportunities are often destroyed by small decisions. That small decision of that guy for $45 a month that was a, a, he shouldn't have paid, you know, you stop and add that up, you know, that's you know, in the neighborhood of $1,500. Free money to the dealer, money taken out of your pocket, and you're paying. You have to work and earn that fifteen hundred. And Uncle Sam gonna get his part, and so you're paying back twenty, you know, two thousand dollars probably or close for that little bad decision, that small decision because maybe you wasn't in, in mentally sharp as you needed to be, maybe you wasn't educated like you needed to be. But great opportunities are often destroyed by small decisions. What could he have done with that fifteen hundred? You know, what could he that money, that two thousand dollars? I mean we we want dealers to make money, but we don't want to get ripped off. We want the best deal we can get, and I want the best deal for you. And that's why I tell everybody, if you want a brand new Ford, Chevrolet, Dodge, Jeep, uh, Buick, GMC, um, so many brand new cars, I'll get one delivered to your door. I don't make any money. Delivered to your door, and no hassle with the F&I. You get to look at the contract, take your time with the contract, sign up on the contract, ask questions. You can get on the phone, talk to the people. What is this charge? What is this charge? And they'll, they give a lot of money for their, their trade-ins. Uh, I mean, that, that's the key. I mean, you want all the money. That's your hard-earned money that you're trying to get. Uh, and so, uh, you know, what what do you are you doing with your money? What are you doing with that opportunity? You know, I want you to have great opportunities, not bad ones. I want you to have a great future, not one that you're living in the past, dragging the past with you. Do you feel like you're dragging a, that vehicle with you? Oh, do you hate your car? Do you hate your your payment? Do you hate what you owe? Well, that, that's the key. You know, uh, sometimes that we're so careless. You know, careless efforts to correct errors in our life, mistakes in our life, often lead to the same errors. That's what I'm talking about right here. Careless efforts to correct mistakes, errors, bad decisions often lead to the same errors. Do you hate your payment? Well, everybody hates the payment, don't they? I mean, we, we lock up in debtor's prison and we don't have a choice. We got to make that payment. Well, uh, hey, if you if you're in that situation, you need to work out if the best you can. Not just take an easy, quick. Let's go get a brand new car because I'm going to tell you something. 
They may kick the kick the trade. What's kick the trade? I was at a party one time, a Chris a birthday party, for a radio great guy that passed away a year ago. And anyway, he had a cousin there that was bragging about I sold three cars today, and we kicked the trade on two of them. And so uh, he was bragging about we kicked the trade. We he mentioned it two or three times. Nobody in there knew what the the term meant, but me. And so I I wasn't saying nothing. I just standing there minding my own business. And the birthday boy, his his cousin said, Randy, what's kick the trade? I said, Well, here here's what happens: kick the trade. You owe way too much money, and they get you about the same payment you got now, and then they don't pay the car off. They put it in the back, and then you're behind on payments. And then they call up the the uh, lender and say, hey, for $500, we'll repo this car for you and we'll let you have the keys. So they pick up a little change by turning your credit south. Your credit goes bad, bad, bad. They put you in a new car, same payment, but you can't buy nothing for seven years. It's called kick the trade. And so you're hammered in your payment. You got a new car. Your credit's bad. Now you may not be able to rent an apartment or a house. You may not be able to buy anything because your credit's bad. I had a guy that worked for me years ago, and they did that same thing to him. And the bank kept calling him. He thought, well, that new car dealer's going to pay it off. No problem there. And he blew it off. Well, 90 days later, he found out, wham, they didn't pay my car off. My credit sunk to the—I couldn't— he said, I couldn't rent an apartment. My lease was up. He said, I had to stay where I didn't want to stay because I couldn't release anything. He said, I couldn't buy anything because my credit score went down so bad. Kick the, well, dealers will do that. So if you hate what you got, sometimes they'll kick the, and your credit will go south and you end up in the same situation and they'll put you in at a high price even more than what you owed. You're in worse shape than you were before. You're trying to correct something. And you, you, you're going about it the wrong way. The best correction is, hey, work and pay that thing off. Take care of it. Drive it sensible. Maintenance it. Change the oil. Do the right things. And get it paid down and get it paid for. And hang with it. I know you hate it, but you're going to hate the one you're buying a year or two from now. If you hate the one you hate now, you'll hate the one that's coming up soon. But we, we dream, we, we think that we can change everything and things are going to be better. Well, it's a possibility, but most times if you're in that situation, what are you going to do for seven years with bad credit? You know, they, they're going to look at you and say, you did this on purpose. Good morning, Michael. I hope you had a good birthday. His birthday's the same as mine. And so, you know, we want you to step into the future and not by living and working out the past. Hello, Gordon. You know, it's it's always wise to count the costs before setting out on some great undertaking. And, you know, people with building projects, you know, they get a price. They understand what's going on. They You know, and buildings go up in value. And what you do is a great, you know, but cars lose value. And so you've got to think about that. Think about the cost. Think about what's going to be worth in three to five years. You know, projects and business and profit and loss, but we don't think in our in our rides. It's always wise to count the costs before you're, you know, starting out, you're setting out, you're building out on a, some great undertaking. And that undertaking, you know, 
is is the cost of the vehicle, what it's going to be, what you're going to do. Hello, Gordon. And so patience often brings rewards, you know, but patience, you've got to, you got to put some effort in. People don't put the effort in to buying something, understanding what it's going to be worth in the future, understand what we're going to spend on it, you know. How hard do you work for it? I mean, I saw some deals in the last several months that people signed up on cars, and when they signed up, they were 20000 upside down, you know. And then they figured out, you know, I can't handle this payment. You know, our desires will kick in the that with the help of the F and I people to sign you up at a big payment. Oh, I can afford that payment. You know, payments not too high. They just come too often. When they start coming every thirty days, man, I'm gonna tell you, then you get excited. You wonder what's going on. Every thirty days? Wow. That's that's awful quick that payments show up. And it's and it's big, you know, and there's nothing left at the end of the month. That's why I, I love Randolph Brooks. They give you extra 30 days. Of course, they make interest on it, but they give you extra 30 days because they know that when you walk out of that dealership, you may not have nothing left in your budget, your pocket. You may have to borrow it from somebody. You may have hammered your credit card. I'm going to tell you, you don't think they won't hammer your credit card? They'll hammer every opportunity, every avenue they have to put the deal, the more profit on the deal. And sometimes it's, it's to get the car sold. Sometimes it's one of them old units they've had forever. Talked to some people the other day. Said, yeah, we're looking at a truck, and it's been on the lot six months. I said, six months? They said, yeah, it came in in July, and it's 2020. And I said, it must be ill-equipped, ugly, or something, you know. And I said, you know, and it happened to be one of the units that I've, I've got an 18 GMC, long bed V8, uh, with 11,000 miles, I've got sold to an uh, electric company here in town that does big-time electric company that does new buildings and all, Capadonna. And they're great people, and I've sold them a lot of trucks. And I've sold them this truck and work with them all the time. Great, great people. Anyway, a new one's 35000 This one's 15000 less, you know. And that's a, that's a big difference. on. And this is an 11,000-mile one, you know. So what are, you, what are you looking at? What's it worth? Can can you stand an 11,000-mile truck versus a brand-new one? That's that's it. How much is it worth? And this truck looks like new. Looks brand-new. But I know where to buy it, where when to buy it, where to go, how to handle the deal, and my overhead's super low. That's the key. So do you, wanna, do you want to make the right decisions? Find out what it's going to cost. Hey, stop and think about that. If you buy a brand new and you drive it off showroom floor, what's it going to be worth then? I want you to make the right decisions at the right time. You know, and be prepared because let me tell you something. This book right here, it's on Facebook Live. I mean, it's full of violations, issues, training for the F&I department. They're expected to make a lot of money. And the next part department that they're working on big time is service. I told, uh, told, I think last week I mentioned, I've, I was talking to a, a dealer, and uh, I said, hey, man, it's hard to find good used cars. He said, man, we're getting a lot of them traded in. I said, really? He said, yeah, our service department's doing a great job. I said, putting fear in people's eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're convincing them, you know, it's got fifty, sixty thousand 60,000 miles. It's better to trade now because, you know, your vehicle's going to, 
you might need eight to ten thousand dollars spent on it in the next few years. You know, when it starts to get some miles, this, that, and the other. I said, well, I said, you know, that's the key. You're you're selling on feelings. You're selling on emotions. Well, let me tell you something. You know, if you can afford it and you had it paid for, maybe so. But buy what you can afford. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. And man, them can't affords are miserable. I'm telling you. But I want your little light to shine. I want you to do the best. I want you to be the best. I want you to understand. And why does car dealers look like they got money? It's because they're not taking the big hits on their vehicle. Stop and think how much money you've lost in the last 30 years on your vehicle. Loss of value. What you paid. What it's worth. What it'll bring back today. I, I talked to a gentleman uh, several years ago that him and his wife had bought brand new cars every other year and trucks for 40 years. And then they had some health issues, and now they, they're they losing their cars. They're losing their vehicles because they bought recently, and the husband's having health issues. We don't know what lies tomorrow. You know, if they had a car paid for, they wouldn't have no worries at all. But they're about to lose their, their one-year-old truck and their two-year-old car. And, you know, and they, they owe too much, and they can't sell them. I can't, I'm not a miracle worker. I can give whatever the market can stand, but I can't go past the market. I can't, I can't help everybody in the world. I, I had a lady the other day call me about uh, her Toyota, and she's got a problem with her a rack and pinion. Uh, I can't help everybody in the world. I try, but 2800 to replace a rack and pinion? I've never seen a rack and pinion go bad on the Toyota Camry. Uh, I've owned thousands of them. I love the car. I think it's a great car. But here, you got to shop your mechanic. Hey, go to YouTube. See how long it takes to change that rack and pinion. Hey, go to Amazon. See what a new one is. Call a junkyard. See what a used one is. Do your options. Do your homework. Find out what it's going to cost to fix it. She don't have the money to fix it. She's going to have to do something in order to get it done. I'm giving her direction. I'm giving her education. Uh, trying to help every way I can. But, you know, there's a limit to what you can do. And there's so many people out there in needs because of the loss of value. Prices have gone up. Mechanics' hourly wage has gone up. And their overhead's gone up. So they've got to. And they they got to get paid for what they're doing. We love good mechanics. I've got several of them. And I want you to, to find you two or three mechanics. Find out the avenues where to buy parts. Be the best you can be. God bless you. The show went quick again today. Thank you, Barry. Uh, thank you, Michael. Thank you, KSLR. I, I love I love educating you. I love being your mentor. Give me a call. Here's my phone number, 830-708-4789. If you're in New Brunswick, uh, give me a call, and I'll tell you exactly. We're putting a new sign up front. But anyway, give me a call. We'll see what we can do. Love to, I visit with a lot of people at my car lot. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Hey, tell 20 people I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call, and I'll buy it. I'll tell you what your vehicle's worth and what your options are. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. God bless.